My name is Martin Abonge and I believe in freedom. I believe in creating a lifestyle where you actually have a choice. My goal here is to help you escape the life of sacrifice you've been conditioned to live. How do I do it? Simply by sharing my own journey to complete freedom. My expectations, my hurdles, my failures, my successes, and everything I learned along the way. How are we going to proceed here? We're going to do it by asking the right questions. The questions that make you think. Because these questions will allow you to do something. Change your mindset, to change your reality, and build the perfect life for you. And when I mean perfect life for you, it's for you. Not for your mom, not for your dad, not for your best friend. The perfect life for you. So in this podcast, we think differently. We expand your horizon and we work together to create your happiness. So welcome to the Freedom I Chose podcast with your host, Martin Bonguet. Hey guys, how's it going today? Welcome to this new episode of your favorite podcast. This is your host Martin and this is episode 298, my friend. Uh, 96, sorry. Um, you know, we're getting close to 300. It's crazy. Um, and uh, yeah, hope uh, everything is okay for you guys. Me, the day just flew by. I, I, gee, I... Uh, I, I finished what I was doing. I'm uh, exporting the files, so that's pretty cool. I'll get some rest and relax a little bit. And uh, today I want to start to this podcast with a uh, um, like a funny fact, right? I like facts, and you know there are some of these apps like How Stuff Works and stuff. They give you some facts, and I've seen the worst of the worst, my friend. I mean, this is below. I can't even. Uh, begin to explain how low this is. Okay, so are you guys familiar with dragonflies? All right, so dragonflies, let me tell you this, female dragonflies are the worst. They are the worst. Why? <laughs> Why? Because here's the thing, and, and this is, uh, it's crazy. They will pretend to be dead in order to avoid having sex. And <laughs> dude, this is, it's extreme, man. Jesus Christ, pretend to be dead? I mean, what does a brother have to do? To, oops, sorry about that. Yeah, what do, does a brother have to do to get some love over there? This is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. So I saw this, I was like, oh man, I feel for you for those dudes, man. Jesus Christ, don't pretend to be dead. Well, anyway, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just some funny stuff that I, uh, you know, that I, I got here left and right. I love those facts. Uh, <laughs> but again, yeah, I feel for those guys. Yeah, if you're a dude, you'll feel for them. That dude pretending to be dead, that's crazy. Well, anyway, um, it's not really the point of the, uh, of the podcast. Uh, the, the point is, uh, I mean, the point that I wanted to make today is uh, I wanted to talk about the, um, the product life cycle, okay? So there is a... Uh, yeah, there, there is a product life cycle. It will actually do the same thing for each and every product. And people don't actually know this stuff. And, um, and it's fascinating. Uh, if you understand that, then you understand that every single product that you're buying, uh, you'll understand uh, how, you know, the origins and then uh, the reason why, you know, all of a sudden, you know, things change and the item is like super cheap now, right? So basically what happens is that in the beginning, so there's this new product 
and uh, let's say the product is being created in the US, right? And the product is, um, is only uh, producing like really small quantities, is only ad uh, adopted by the, like the pioneers, the early adopters and stuff who are willing to pay the price just to be the first, right? Because they're like, a bunch, people have different motivations, right? So in the beginning, this item is very hard to produce. It's produced in uh, like smaller, like very small quantities and it's super expensive, okay? So it, as time goes by, what will happen is that uh, the production system for this thing gets better. The demand gets, uh, it gets bigger because uh, you know, what happens is that you always have pioneers and then you have some followers. They're like, oh dude, let, let's uh, let the Bob take all the risks and we'll see if he actually enjoys it, if it's a sure thing, and then afterwards we're gonna follow. So after all these like, uh, you know, pioneers, they're the, uh, like the early adopters and then the, the followers and stuff like that. So basically, uh, when the, the product is, is starts being used by the like middle class, then it will start being uh, like mass produced, okay? And at that point, very often what happens is that the, the company will realize that uh, it is cheaper uh, for them to produce the item uh, in a different country where labor is a lot cheaper, okay? So this is when you start seeing um, some companies having their plant somewhere in another country because the demand is growing, right? So the, like the, the upper class, super upper class is using it the upper class is using it, middle class is using it, and the, um, gee, I don't want to say lower class, I don't, is there a name for it? Like the, uh, yeah, lower class sounds really bad, but, you know, the rest of the population, well, they want in on, on, the, on the fun, right? You, you don't want to be left out. So basically, this is when everybody starts wanting that item, right? So it was the same thing for, like, televisions and stuff like that, or even cars, right? Um... Uh, I'll say, uh, let's say, for example, like something that it's happening, like drones, you know, these drones, the first drones, Jesus Christ, man, they were so expensive. And now pretty much everybody can buy a drone. Okay. So at this point, the, the item is produced um, on a outside of the American soil and it's a lot cheaper uh, to produce the item. Okay. But the, here's where it gets interesting. At some point, the, the, the country where uh, they're manufacturing this thing um, starts getting so good at it that it actually becomes more profitable to let them do it and import it instead of having your own plant uh, outside your country and, uh, and producing it yourself. It's actually cheaper to let them do it and, uh, and to import it, right? So this is how then the technology the shifts from uh, the original country that in this, in this example was the US, and it actually ends up in some other country, and they become the experts at, at doing that kind of stuff. There are a lot of products that are actually following this model, where now there's a, a country somewhere, I don't know, in Asia or something like that, uh, that's actually the, they're the, uh, the experts at this, but this thing actually started uh, back in... Uh, you know, in some other country, I don't know, in Europe or, uh, or in the US or something like that in Russia. Okay. So this is the, the cycle that, you know, everybody, that every single product will follow. Right. So why, um, so I was talking to, 
a, uh, to some of my friends here, and it reminded me of a conversation that I had with my buddy Richard. So Richard, if you're listening, uh, so he told me that, so you know these phones, there are some uh, brands like Oppo or Huawei, uh, uh, I don't know how it's pronounced, Huawei or something. Um, you know, we don't trust those phones. Like in, in Europe, if you see this phone, like, dude, um, this thing will fall apart. There is no support. There is no nothing, which is the, the first reaction that people have. Like, dude, what the hell is this phone? But you have to understand something is that these guys are the ones actually producing your iPhones and stuff. They know how to build phones. This phone is just as good as any phone with a branded name on it. Um, and we just assume it's cheap because it's coming from there. But today, like the, you know, having a, uh, having a laptop, uh, a, um, sorry, a uh, mobile phone a uh, few years ago, dude, you have to be rich for it. Now you've seen everybody has a freaking mobile phone and they're, they're not produced in the US or anything anymore, right? They're produced in countries where they've done so many phones that they know how that works. You know, and they can actually do a phone that's actually, I'm pretty sure that some of these phones are way better than, um, than like iPhones and stuff like that, right? So that's, it, it is fascinating when you understand that, uh, you, um, you know, you can start, you, you know, you see that the, the item was like super expensive in the beginning and a few years later, um, you know, you don't know why the item is, uh, it's just like super cheap and people are like, yeah, but it's just because of demand and stuff. No, it's not just because of demand. It's because, you know, if, here's the thing, if the, the plant was still in the, in the US with the same taxes, with this, with that, you know, even with the demand, the price wouldn't have sunk uh, that way, right? So this explains how the um, cycle works, right? And, uh, you know, you can look smart at the next family dinner by like summarizing this kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, also, I mean, that's one of those things. Some of these, uh, some of these phones and stuff like that are actually a, uh, you know, pretty much the same thing as the, um, <coughs> as the, the, uh, the branded product. And sometimes, I mean, please understand this. Sometimes it's the same exact product. So for example, you know, cereals, right? So when you go to a, um, uh, to the grocery store, it, these people have studied, nothing is, is, uh, is put the, on the shelf by accident. Okay. So whatever is right in front of your eyes is what they want you to buy. Right. And uh, they will put some stuff that's really uh, like the cheap ones. They're going to be at the bottom. All right. So uh, here, so you have to, uh, you know, to reach. And sometimes, I mean, the stuff that's uh, all the way up there is, I don't know, like the cheap stuff as well. But the, the cheap stuff, they usually put it at the bottom because they know that people are looking either for, um, you know, for the, on average, right? The, the, the recommended brand or some people like, dude, let me go to the cheapest stuff, right? So what did people realize? They realized that, you know what, whatever happens, we are going to have people who are going to reach out, um, to, to reach for the cheapest item. It, it's a fact, statistical fact, it's going to happen. So do we want to leave this space where, I mean, a lot of people are going like proportionally to someone who has another product or what do we do? So what do these brands do? They take the same product, man. It's the same. Like 
uh, you know, cereals, it's the same cereal in the box that you buy for $2. Like, I don't know how much cereals cost. I don't drink, I don't actually eat cereals anymore. I haven't in ages, Jesus Christ. Anyway, let's say, I'll, <laughs> I'll just throw a random number, right? Please forgive me, I have no idea how much cereal costs. Like 10 bucks for your cereals. People will be like, oh, what, 10 bucks? This is outrageous. Dude, I don't know, 10 bucks. And they will take the same cereal, the same freaking cereal, and they're going to put it in a different box that's ugly, right? Because they, uh, they're basically getting an ugly box, and they put it in there, and it's the same freaking cereal, right? Why do they do it? People are like, yeah, but why do they do it? Because they're like, dude, instead of having uh, you know, zero money coming out of it, because they decided that, no, we're too precious and too good to be on the, the, um, the lower end of the, the, the pricing scale, they decided that, dude, whatever happens, people are going to reach out for that kind of stuff, so we might as well make some money, all right? And it's the same thing for, um, you know, some cars, you know, and you, you guys don't notice, uh, uh, I mean, I don't know where you guys are, but if you're in Europe, you know, um, Skoda, you know, Skoda is a uh, brand that's uh, made in like Czechoslovakia, well, ooh, gee, uh, Czechoslovakia is no, is no more, Jesus Christ, I am old, bro, uh, anyway, in Slovakia, right, and uh, yeah, I think it's Slovakia, right, but it's the exact same, it's a Volkswagen, it's a Volkswagen. It's the same assembly line, everything. It's the same car. At the end of the assembly line, you know what they do? They just put a seal that says Skoda, and uh, you are going to pay, I don't know, like 40% less. It's the same car, right? It's, you know, it's crazy stuff. But anyway, um, you know, I was, uh, it wasn't the, the exact point, uh, but you know, that's stuff that you need to know. I was just saying, uh, if you know that kind of stuff, then you understand how, you know, pretty much everything works because it will affect every single product, every technological product that you see out there, that it's going to go through this phase, all right? So anyway, that was the, uh, the golden nuggets for today. And especially, please remember uh, to pray for our friends, uh, dragonflies, the male dragonflies who have to go through all this uh, drama uh, in order to be able to uh, get laid, all right? It's, it's really, really sad. All right, anyway, uh, guys, you guys have a great day. That was your host, Martin. Bye-bye. All right, guys, you just heard a brand new episode of the Freedom by Choice podcast with myself, Martin Ebonge. So I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If yes, can I please ask you a small favor? All right, so here's the thing. The biggest thing that helps my podcast grow and bring more value to other people is if you guys leave a review, if you rate the podcast, and if you subscribe to the podcast. Why? Because this tells the platform that I'm actually bringing a lot of value to you and that you like my stuff. The more people like my stuff and the more they will show you to other people. And this way, we can make sure that we can impact a lot of people with this podcast and this community, all right? So what I wanna ask is, can you please take three seconds out of your busy day? Because I know everybody's busy. And if you could just like subscribe to the podcast, rate this episode and leave a review. It is three seconds for you, but for me, it will actually make my day and it can help someone else on the other side of this planet, okay? And one thing I like and one thing I want for this podcast is for it not to be a monologue. 
So I want to get feedback from you guys, right? So if you want to contact me, it's very easy. You can send an email to contact at martinebonga.com and in this email, you can uh, give me feedback on the episode or on the whole podcast, but you can also give me some suggestions about subjects that you want me to cover, right? If it's interesting and if a lot of people want to hear it, then I will cover it, okay? But anyway, thank you for listening to this episode and I see you in the next one, all right? Thank you very much, guys. Bye.